Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns. So together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's Monday motivation, and we're still trying to stay motivated during these times of pandemic, COVID-19, and social distancing, even though it's easing a little bit. At this point, we're about 50 days in. And I know that a lot of people, both socially, emotionally, and professionally, have had to really pivot. That's become a a word, just like social distancing have. And this idea of pivoting, of turning, of rotating, of maybe taking a direction you didn't expect, a little detour. Some of it is almost forced upon us, but it's also our human resiliency and how we adapt to changes. And so I had put out a post, a question on my Instagram page, uh, asking people, how how are you all managing? And, and, and can you give me an example or story of how you are pivoting, how you've adapted? And I got several people writing back and I chose a few of those. And I apologize, some of them, I don't have the names and I looked back and I couldn't find the the names. So hopefully you will write me and I will identify your names on my Instagram. But here's the first one that I got. So these are real stories of pivoting and then I'll tell you a little bit about my own pivot. Pivot, yes. And in so many ways, it's unreal. It's gutted me really. I was bullied in school. I pivoted to sports because I knew I was an incredible athlete. My PE teachers protected me. I never failed to make a team, and that kept the bullying away after a while. Settled into a rhythm, then my parents moved me to a completely academic school. Pivot, I was bullied again. I was better than most boys. I grew the the sports curriculum with my new PE coach. She made me a prefect. I was rewarded and 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 parked the bullying aside. I found yoga in my last year of high school, and it got me through grueling exams, which I passed well, despite never paying attention to academics, really. 
I wasn't ready for university, but I come from an Indian culture. We watched plenty of sports, but kept it as a hobby, not profession. When I said I wanted to read sports med, I received discouragement. It's not going to make you money. You aren't academically strong enough. You're vocal, strong character, be a lawyer. So I did pivot. I should have listened to my gut. I fell into a depression and anxiety in my first year, failed my first term uni exams, but found sports and yoga again, made it onto the ladies hockey team. Things started to feel better. I picked myself up, kept going, passed, became a lawyer, worked 50 to 60 hours in London, but hated every minute. Depression crept back. I was playing lots of field hockey for county, but something just wasn't right. So I decided to pack in my London life, moved back to Kenya, where I now live. I wanted to start teaching yoga back in 2010, but again, didn't find the, didn't find the courage. I knew so much about the body and was always so interested in it, but kept it all to myself. I was an obsessed mover, athlete. I quit my lawyering and was asked to start up a business in an industry I knew nothing about, simply because I was good at my work, confident, and a good entrepreneur. No idea what that meant. I did well, got the business, and then left them to join my family business. Four four years ago, we lost our entire family business and every penny with it. Wow. And I was in my fourth year of marriage and asked my now ex-husband for a divorce. I realized it wasn't going to work. We've been together for so long, but I realized I'd outgrown my current life situation. And the person I wanted to pivot to become wasn't going to bring us together. Grateful, we're still friends, and it was amicable. I regrouped, pulled out my blank canvas, and went straight back 15 years to what I had in my heart. Movement, yoga, freedom. I wanted to go back to uni to read osteopathy or physiotherapy. Couldn't afford it. So I researched a little more, came across Lara Genius Hyman, and the universe pivoted me right into this path of teaching functional movement, breath, strength, and repair. I woke up out of a meditation 1.5 years ago and the word yoga illity came to me. Yoga and illity is suffix in Latin for ability to do. Never had a day of anxiety, depression, disappointment, bullying, just flow. And I have you to thank for it. Never met, but speak my language and taught me so much already. Resilience and how to be a badass at 50. You're incredible human. Thank you. And not to mention, I'm pivoting my business plan from about to open a studio to putting it on hold. Indefinitely to teaching online and learning about how important community is, but also communication. I loved that. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, pivoting from opening the studio that you had really manifested many years ago, and now you're going to be teaching online. And that's all these are steps towards pivoting to a direction of walking a path that's in line with your head and your heart. Okay, here's another person. Yes, big pivot from teaching three classes per day to being a caregiver for my aging frail mother-in-law to keep her out of a nursing home at this crazy time. No more teaching for the time being. She really is a lovely person and I'm honored to take care of her. She's always been a selfless giving to her family. She has Parkinson's, fibromyalgia, and severe arthritis and can't do much on her own. How am I managing? It's a challenge daily. And having your app, that's my lit daily, is a lifesaver for my mental and physical well-being. I put her on the floor with me while she does her Parkinson's physical therapy and I do your class. 
All the other things I pray for strength as I have five adult children and six grandkids that also need me as they have also been turned upside down. I really miss teaching my private classes and I have this home studio in my basement, which I held several public classes a week. I just didn't have the energy or time to give online classes or FaceTime. I had a hard time leaving her alone at first to put my attention to do them. It's a lot to give constantly and not have a little time for oneself. It's amazing. That's such a great example of pivoting for the betterment and protection of someone who's close to you and being able to take care of your mother-in-law in that way so that she doesn't have to go into a nursing home. Because we know that at least in the States, and I'm sure it's not just uh, isolated to the States, that these retirement areas, old nursing homes are really, there's just the COVID-19 is, is wreaking havoc in those areas and uh, leading to a lot of deaths. So it's a very selfless act to take care of an aging parent, or in this case, even parent-in-law. Okay, here's another person. These are such heartwarming stories, but really. I had to pivot to working from home, something I'd only occasionally done and never healthfully. It started off very rough and was more stressful until I let go of all the false expectations to be perfect and instead focused on getting work done while taking care of myself. This has completely changed me. And my dear friend and yoga teacher introduced me to lit yoga during this time. And that has been the best way to wrap up my work days. Well, I appreciate that. So many of you are giving me shout outs for this. Of course, it was on my Instagram page, but I, I love that in taking care of ourselves at home, that I'm, I'm a part of that. And I feel very honored. And it is hard, like she's mentioning here, to, to let go of the expectations that you're I think a lot of us thought we're going to have more time to get things done and it became very clear that even if we have more space, quote unquote, in our day where we're not traveling somewhere, going to work, interacting with other people in the same way, it's, it's still very challenging. And in fact, can less stuff can get done, you know, so it's okay to be, quote unquote, less productive. Here is somebody else sharing something really beautiful. She wanted to share that she pivoted towards having movement at the center of her life. She writes, I was studying audio logopedics at uni just because I'm good at linguistics. And I was trying so hard to be happy and keep up my energy, but I was always exhausted and feeling inadequate and so, so anxious. I really had an urge to run away from the requirements. And in the end, I did that. I had almost an epiphany that I did need to run or move away from arbitrary obligations and towards responsibilities that are meaningful to me. So I dropped out and started physio school to help myself and learn to help others who are feeling stagnant or in pain in their bodies and in life. My dad was very hard on me for throwing everything away for a lower profession, but he understood when he saw me change after starting physio school. That was a pivot that changed everything for me. I found my calling, balance, energy, and a desire to always learn more. And I couldn't agree more with that. I think so many people in this time and in life in general have these expectations either put upon them or, or they put upon themselves or a little bit of both. And they don't just line up with what we really want to be doing. And I think when we're this isolation, this period of pandemic, not knowing where the future lies, what the economy is going to be, what our health is going to be, it, it allows us to 
really hone in on what matters. And that to me is, is what she's explaining here and what I think everybody needs to be clear about and perhaps have the courage to pivot and change career paths. And here is another one. I le- She wrote, I love this topic. I joined my new team as an events manager about three weeks before the lockdown. Not only was I alone in a new team and role, industry, even city, I was also navigating the world of webinars and trying to continuing in-person conversations online. It had its ups and downs, loneliness, feeling lost, then excitement. Now it's going well, mainly because of a total team effort and scrambling to stay relevant, reaching out to local communities and stretching out of our comfort zone to capture attention. People have more time for close conversations and businesses are responsive. Similarly, transitioning to teaching yoga online, I'm using the techniques for engaging in business webinars to my students in Zoom class, which has been proven successful. People now more than ever want to be heard, want to learn and share, and technology has been a great tool for that, even though it doesn't always work properly. (laughs) I love that. I love that. That's great. There's still a lot to learn as to how to replicate in-person atmosphere to online. It won't ever be the same, but I believe completely doable in its own way. And uh, I agree with that because I have my yoga teacher training online and it's not the same online, but I won't say it's any worse. It's just different. And in some ways, I'm actually going to have some of my teacher trainees on this podcast to talk about it. There was an intimacy that I think you're mentioning here about like how people are paying attention, maybe because they're I don't know. There's just like people have more time and more responsiveness. And so these conversations, yeah, the conversations are different now for sure. So I think that online can be very successful. Here is another one. And this is from a dear friend who also went through my training. I do know who this is, Caitlin. Here is your beautiful piece about pivoting. Pivoting with grace, she wrote. I was lamenting to my mother the other night via text about how I wish all of the uncertainty brought on by the coronavirus would end so that I would know when I could come home. I've lived thousands of miles away from home in Abu Dhabi for the past two years, so I've been looking forward to our last days here at the end of May. Except now, because of the global pandemic, I don't know when we will get home. My mom said, matter-of-factly, when life throws you a curveball, sometimes you have to pivot. She, of all people, lives this. She's recovering at home now from two surgeries after she found out she had breast cancer in January. Thankfully, she will make a full recovery other than having to take some hormone pills once a day and getting breast implants. Still, it was a scary way to start the year and I can guarantee she she didn't have get breast cancer on her life plan. That was a big curveball. She had to pivot and she pivoted with such grace. She moved from being the caretaker to being taken care of from being the leader, the authority, to being the patient. I'm sure it wasn't easy, but she did it quickly and with such seeming ease that I'm still amazed. And that is what I strive for, to pivot with grace without resistance. I've been pivoting constantly for the past two years of my life. Looking back, but also still in it, I can think of loads of metaphors for instances where I pivoted. I took a job halfway across the world, pivot my husband and our dog and myself and half of our things to a new location. I thought the job was going to be something that it wasn't and questioned what I was doing. Pivot my mindset about my situation. Maybe it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, but I still learned a lot. I still grew as a person. Travel every two to three months, sometimes for work, sometimes for fun. Pivot physically around airports and taxis and tourist sites and pivot my attention from focusing on how tired I was or how I just wanted to be home in my own bed 
to focusing on the moment and how grateful I was to be on these once-in-a-lifetime trips. The act of pivoting did not come easily to me, though. I put up so much resistance to changing my direction that I only made the feelings of loss and confusion worse. It wasn't until I actually started to allow some of that tension to leave my mind that I was able to start to turn. So that's what I'm doing now in this new uncertain world that we live in, attempting to pivot with as much grace as I can, fluidly, smoothly. I'm grateful for the extra time spent at home. I feel more creative than ever these days, creating new yoga classes, editing photos from our travels, baking and cooking new recipes, picking up my guitar that I haven't touched in probably a decade. And since we aren't traveling, we're able to foster dogs for a local rescue organization. I'm grateful we have this time to make a difference in these dogs' lives. I miss my family and friends so much. I've already been social distanced from them for two years, but I can miss them and want to be home and also want to be here in Abu Dhabi, finding joy in the little things that happen every day in quarantine, walking the dogs, spending time with my husband, learning a new skill or exploring an old one. It may not be the most graceful pivot. I still have days where I complain and feel sad, but I'm turning and I'm moving in a different direction and I'm not resisting. That was beautiful, 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 Caitlin. Thank you for sharing that. Another woman wrote me, I've had to pivot all the way from Virginia to North Carolina, LOL, meaning that wasn't a big move, but still. My husband hasn't worked for a month and a half, but got a job offer on 422 that will move us closer to family. Moving truck comes tomorrow. It's all moved very fast, but I feel like I've had some good grieving sessions. I'm actually kind of thankful it happened now. Before COVID, I was living my dream life. I quit my job as a receptionist and was teaching eight plus yoga classes a week. My husband had an amazing paying job, so I didn't have to worry about money. If I have to leave all that, it would have been devastating. But instead, I've had six weeks to detach, which makes moving on so much easier, still hard, but easier. So those are just some of the wonderful examples of pivoting, pivoting with grace, pivoting without resistance, pivoting with resiliency. I think we all are trying to do that right now. And um, I'm doing it as well. I have a little bit more ease, I think, to it because a lot of my life hasn't changed a lot because I have been working out of for myself and it hasn't changed. I can still go to my studio and film. I can still teach classes from my house or the studio, but I do miss seeing people. I do miss touching people, you know, hugging them and putting my hands on if they want me to for alignment uh, purposes and and just the joy of having a community a, a studio i really miss seeing all the faces there and seeing the joy of of being together and and moving together and i think one way to pivot is also to reflect to really appreciate what we have had in the past that is different now and then just like everyone else i'm thinking about where this can take me in the future and how it is going to be different and different isn't necessarily worse. It isn't necessarily better. It's just different. And I think that's the biggest lesson um, I have about pivoting is to be in the moment, practice as much as you can in being in the moment and not mourning a loss or a, um, and I'm not talking a loss of a person, I'm talking about an experience, a way of living, um, but adjusting in as, as best as possible. And I know this, I'm not at all brushing over the fact that I many people are going to be mourning a big loss if it's their their lifestyle has changed dramatically or they're really not knowing where their next meal is going to come from. That, of course, is 
massive and their, their pivoting is going to be is a survival. Whereas some of us are going to have less about from a survival standpoint, but have a little luxury of pivoting in, in um, deciding how we want to spend our time and our days. I'm just hoping overall everyone can um, focus on the things that we really need in life and see that that life, maybe pre-COVID, we, there was a lot of things that we thought we needed that we don't really need. And I think that's what pivoting can can shine the light on now is to appreciate the things that are really, really important and kind of let the let let the rest go. So I hope that these stories resonated with you. They certainly did with me and I loved hearing them because I know everybody is affected differently and and um, the impact of it of of this time is different for everyone. But I hope that you are pivoting in whatever way you need to and that is offering you a, a good perspective and that you're staying healthy and well. And as always, I'm pulling for you and sending you lots of hugs. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.